ching like a uh, little Caesar's boy. This episode brought to you by the small Caesar. Mm-hmm. The non-copyright infringing tiny emperor pizza. Everybody, welcome back to Rebootleggers. This is a comedy podcast where we make underground, illegal, incorrect reboots. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. Which Caesar do you think the little Caesar is, though? That's a tough one. In Home Alone, they have I, little I think Nero's. I think it's. I think it's one of the. I think it's one of the Ottos. The, the Ottos. Like Otto the fifth. That was not a Caesar. That was a Kaiser. God. Damn it! You know I didn't go to college, Scott. I mean, they are the same. They are the same root word. It's it's the same word, but it's a different. All right. Do you just ask time. me this question to show off, or or what? I just want to know. Do you want to know? My it, are we talking like Julius? Are we talking about Augustus? Well, it's definitely not Julius because I feel like it would be better pizza. If it was Julius, the first if it one. Was Julius, yeah. Well, but would it? Like, is the first one always the best one? We're not rebooting pizza today, despite what we appear to be presenting. But we are rebooting um, food. But we're talking about food. Oh, my God. This all comes around. It all comes around to the good eats. We got word uh, from some insider sources, some very exclusive inside sources that only we have. And no one else has this information. No it's only You're hearing it here first. But they are planning to bring back Good Eats by Alton with, with Alton mm. Brown. Good Eats, a Food Network cooking show hosted by food scientist extraordinaire Alton Brown. Yeah, food nerd. And he mm. does the, um, he, they're bringing it back. And so we, we thought maybe we'd, do, do, we'd reboot it for them. Mm-hmm. Make our, make, make Grud Eats. Gr- what's good, a, what's good a, Beats? Good beats. So is good beats about um, music? Are we gonna just are we gonna just spin titles first? So is good beats? good beats could be like a beat cop. Like he has a beat of food that he has to. Well, I or it could just be the vegetable beats. Could just be the vegetable. It's just good and then, eats, and then we can get and then we can get Dwight Schrute, that hilarious man. It's just it's still just good eats. He just only makes food with he makes beats dishes. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a coincidence actually. We could, he could, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it could be good feats and good feats. it could be either human feats or he puts like, his foot in it or it could be like feats of strength, chicken feet, pig's feet. Yeah. Good feet. Okay. So he, he it's, but it's food based. So he needs to lift a thousand waffles. It doesn't even have to be feats of strength. It just has to be feats as in like accomplishments. Like look at these oh, he good needs feats. To eat a thousand waffles. Oh, he just goes and visits. He, he, you know what he does? He takes that. He's, he's, um, quite literally eating the lunch of man versus food where now he visits all the the <gasps> best food feats the the yeah, largest yeah, no, well, things oh, okay i thought you meant them. literally i thought you meant that like man versus food is like cooking like a salmon and then just parachuting in <laughs> like like shock trooper style out and brown hits the ground rolls dives grabs the fish out of bear girl's hands and just eats it himself first that's man versus wild, not man like versus he, food. He, it, I don't. I don't care. He storms other shows' sets and then just dominates their lunch. <laughs> eats their lunch, and then he says, "Now that was a good feat. That was a good feat." And then like he goes, "So you know, um, what's her name? Rachel Ray. Is she? Does she still have jobs? She has yeah. her t- her morning talk show. That's she's like making, half she's, a. Pr- it's she's like, making a frittata. She pret- She <laughs> goes, oh, man, she isn't that make. a good frittata? Out in Brown, stage left." slams in and just rails the kitchen he, he often destroys the set pieces as mm-hmm. he emerges through the wall paula dean goes and now we add seven sticks of butter she opens the butter container nope it's a note 
Alan was here. I don't think Paula Dean has jobs anymore. Actually, she probably doesn't have a job anymore. That was a whole. That was a whole thing. Um, I'm out of <laughs> Emerald. Emerald says, "Bam!" He picks up the salt bowl to get salt for for the Bam. Nope. There's just a post-it note. Alan Brown ate this. He could. We, he could have good fleets where he just tours different boats, <laughs> different ships. Boat cuisine. <laughs> it's all about bo- good sweets where he just reviews hotel food. Yeah, this these are all webisode spinoffs of whatever show we make. Today. And he gets Zach and Cody to be there with him. Oh, because it's the sweet life. He could also do um, good seats where he uh, looks at furniture and chairs specifically. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's that's an honest consumer review because there's not a lot of resources for that. Mm-mm. Good yeah. cheats where he talks about here's how you get away with cheating. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a controversial web series. How about good skeets? Mm. Mm. It can go to a, it can be the it can be the clay pigeon kind, not the other kind. Yeah, that's perfect. Because then we have a, then we then we get a hunting channel where he also talks about catching and eating wild animals. Now, what about good bleats? What would that be about, Frank? Sheep's brah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it'd be about Obviously. the best sheep. I mean, what do you? Yeah. And then he's, he also branches, so after he does good skeet, he does good cleats, where he talks about shoes and soccer and different mm-hmm. sports. Sport, sport footwear in general. And then he also gets a, a fashion show specifically about pants called Good Pleats. Oh, that's good. And of course he'll have that candy show, Good Sweets. He could get into pastries too. Yeah, he could get it. What's the one with Mark Summers that already exists? Oh. That's um, about candy? Yeah, what is that one? What is that one? What is it? Was that for? It's not Mark Summers anymore. Now it's Carlton from. uh, No. Yeah, it's Carlton from Fresh Prince. Mark Summers Food Network. Huh. That was that was Mark Summers, right? I'm not making that up. It was called Unwrapped. Yeah, that's it. I don't know who Mark Summers is outside of that show. He did like some Double Dare and stuff. Yeah, I never watched Double Dare. Unwrapped. uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. That's right. It's called Unwrap 2.0. Mm-hmm. He's also got a, he'll have a show called Good Heat where he talks about like volcanoes and fire. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope I, his I new I hope else. his new show is just tons of puns where he's just talking about not not puns just like yeah, rhymes. Yeah, today today on Good Meat. Oh wait, that's just food. And then he he does an episode about city planners called Good Streets. God, I wish I had any ideas. You're dominating this. How about this one? Good teats. Are you, are you on a rhyming dictionary website or something? <laughs> no. Um, good. Good teats, though, Frank. <laughs> that's, that's on our... That's in the X-rated channel. <laughs> That'll be that's on... Gonna be, um, that's going to be a Skinamax special. Or Spike TV. Spike TV. Remember Spike? That, Spike TV doesn't exist anymore, right? It does not. How about um? Good. No, I I I, I want one. Good meats. No, okay. We I did good meats, didn't we? Yeah, and that's just that's just food. How about good wheat? Good wheat wheats. I mean, there's no reason we have to keep it to 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 single syllable words either. You know, you got good heartbeats. I mean, you probably like 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 a like a cardiovascular health. You probably got to keep it to single syllable words. Anyway, we're doing good eats, and um, Frank, why don't you give us a summary about what the good eats is about? We we did about seven minutes. Yeah, that was some that was some hard riffing, and I think we're gonna leave it all in. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So Good Eats was a Food Network cooking show in which Alton Brown tackles the science of cooking. And so he would, you know, he would talk about like common household recipes, things that people would get wrong and ways to do it right. You know, there would be there would be an episode about steaks and he would be like, "Oh, like you, if your steak like it like curls up when you fry it like this is what you're doing wrong and here's how to do it right like you're making biscuits but if they're not super fluffy this is what you're doing wrong that's what's super common this is what you're this is what this is how you fix it it was a little bit more of a uh grounded kind of cooking show where a lot of cooking shows are like all right now we're going to teach you how to make a seven course french meal in five easy steps well and it's like like, but but you're not going to do any of it yeah and those other cooking shows are always like it's a hard day today doing all the works and my family's coming over for brunch and so I'm making a brunch before they get here. And we're like, we know you're in a freaking studio. Yeah, we know like, you're not. That, why do you lie to me? It's like they're trying to be like Mr. Rogers for adults or something. Like trick yeah, me and into that's not going to work. Tricking me and into I, thinking we In friends. fact, I hate them for it. I hate them for it. So but Alton Al- 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 Brown was the science man of food, and that was good. Yeah, and he would do it in that way where he talks fast and then he finishes slow. Where mm-hmm. he'd, he'd be like really talking fast and then he finishes his sentence about the food. Yeah. That's really, just... really good patter. He's got good patter. And he was a little bit of a comedian. The show yeah. had some silly elements. There was a recurring cast of fictional characters. Really? Yeah. I've actually yeah, that's real. Ha- only are seen you not like from... half an episode of Good Eats. Okay. Yeah, there were like fictional characters. Like there would be um like there there was a woman named W, like James Bond's Q, who would like try to get an outen to use like fancy food gadgets, and then he would explain why you don't need that fancy gadget and you can just use a whisk. And stuff like that. Now, were they played by um other famous chefs? No, they were just other actors. Yeah, sorry. But ours could be. <gasps> like Emerald Lagasse is Bemrel Lagasse and that... his catchphrase wham. There's an Al- Alton played the anti Alton. Did he have a mustache? I'm sure he did. B.A. Brown was his name. Interesting. This is all interesting. Ran for. So... Holy crap. It ran from 1999 to 2012. It's a lot of seasons. Yeah. You know what's. Absolutely bonkers. Netflix has the Good Eats selection, a selection of 24 episodes from the entire show's 13-year run. Oh. And it's, like, utter trash that they would do that. Okay, well... So, I think one big thing that we are going to change is that we are going to move to our first segment. (laughs) Yeah. It's called Love It or Leave It. Love me or leave me we talk about what we keep and what we get rid of. So what are we going to change here, Frank? What do you love? I love the cast of characters. Yeah, I want fictional characters. Mostly most of the Mountain Brown. I like Do you want to the... do you want a nutty professor to the clumps this? Maybe. We'll keep that on the back burner for now. Or the fruit. You know I love the clumps. I like that. That's good cooking talk. I like actual food education. Yeah, I like the science behind food. Yeah. I want to keep that. And in. I th- I think what I might want to do, I I like that Outen creates these narratives around the recipes. Mm-hmm. And I want to amp that up and I I kind of want to make it not really a reality show. 
It's not a really, you know, a, 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 I, I want to get away from traditional cooking shows. So what do you mean narrative? Like he makes a, he he makes a literal like storyline for why he's making the show, or yeah, each episode has kind of a story around it of like some character will show up and be like, Alton, I need to make lemon squares, but I don't know how. And he'll be like, What are you? What are you, an idiot, Tammy? And he'll be like, What are you, stupid? The internet exists. But then he'll teach them how to make lemon squares. Although in 1999, the internet barely existed. Let's yeah, the internet, the internet didn't even really exist until 2002. And even then, like, I don't... Right after Shrek came out. Right after Shrek... Well, Shrek did come out in 1999. Wait. Really? Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was, like, 2001. No, it might have been. Oh, yeah. Smash Mouth came out in 1999. Yeah. Because All-Star had to get big, and then Shrek used it. Yeah, Shrek was 2001. You are correct. And that, that's my bad. And I should have known better to question or disagree with yeah, you on you anything Shrek-related. <laughs> trying to tell me when Shrek came out. Come on. So, I want to amp the narratives up a little bit, mm-hmm. but I do, I do want to keep them. Yeah, I want to keep the narratives, but I want to like make it a narrative show. Yeah. I think I might want to get rid of the boring parts where he's just like for 30 seconds furiously whisking a bowl. <laughs> furiously whisking and they like just jamming on well, it. Well, and what's weird about those 30 second shots is they for some reason very intentionally keep the whisk and the bowl out of the shot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very and there's like weird. thirty quick cuts, like it's a Jason Statham fight scene, <laughs> which is like different angles of his angry, yeah, just brow. furious forehead sweat and churning arms. <laughs> Oof! So we'll get rid of that, um, but we will keep. Um, I like his kitchen. I like how he stores yeah. his spices and stuff. Like he's got mm. a. a a spice rack that's like they've all got like velcro bottoms on the spice tubes or whatever and they just stick yeah. some to the inside of a closet like i like i i th- it's like he's got it's he, it's the kitchen of the future really and really i think we can play is, in that space oh, the kitchen of the future we could do something with that maybe he's a spaceman oh and he came to earth to like teach them their his ways. welcome to earth alton yeah and then he punches him in the nose will smith does <laughs> we get will smith in episode one to just yeah. welcome to earth and then he just clocks him okay um what else do you have anything for uh, uh there's not there's not a ton of different material i think to trash or keep so yeah I, let's I, just I, I get into good. segment number two called when and where This is where we get into. This is where we we decide what's the setting, what's the genre, and I think we both know where we're going with this, Frank. Mm-hmm. Our minds have uh, entered the. Drift. We definitely both know, but I'm gonna. I, I you can you can tell them. You can be the one. I think what we do is what I want is like we both said. I don't want it to just be another cooking show where it's just a person in a kitchen talking to a camera, telling the viewer how to cook as if they're like good friends. Who are cooking? Yeah, because it's a lie, and lying isn't 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 good. Yeah, lying is a sin, and mm-hmm. um, we don't and people forget that. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, what we do is, you know, how it's like the show, the shows, the comedian shows, like Tool Time and um, Home Improvement, and and Roseanne, and everybody loves Raymond. They all and Seinfeld. It's always like based on the stand up of yeah the comedian and it's like how did they this is not they like force their jokes into some narratives but i say we make we we find a way to make a show 
based on the cookings of Alton Brown, but it's it's not a comedy okay. and it's a okay. show that like has a narrative. So like, he and stuff. made some dope ass lemon squares, right? <clears throat> yeah. So then there's like a lemon square episode. There's an episode where like somebody's um, doing murders with lemon squares, and he has to make a bunch of his oh! own lemon squares to figure it out. Food crimes incorporated. Food crimes instead of good eats, bad eats. Bad, bad eats. Mm. Good eats, bad beats. Bad treats, Dairy Queen. <gasps> what? Hold on. Good eats colon. Bad. bad treats edition. <laughs> Good eats colon bad eats. <laughs> yeah. Good eats. CSI colon Good eats. Yeah, I like. Could he just be a? Like, so I think. <laughs> so they're always calling in. They're always calling in specialists, right? You've got your mentalists. You've got your psychics. Your numbers. You've got your ghost whisperers. But now we have the food crime man and your white collar thieves. Hmm. But yeah, so, so now some, they bring in somebody the crams guy. a bunch of lemon squares down a guy's throat until he suffocates and dies. You know who you're calling. Hey, how could the lemon f- squares kill a guy if they're shoved in his throat so hard? And he's like, well, let's look into the science of <laughs> let's lemon look. squares. We got to call in a food guy. This is not my department. And then some other guy goes, he, he, he puts his hand to his stomach and he goes, you're going to see my lemon squares because he gets nauseous. Yeah. Okay. So it's apparently it's a, we're doing a, a crime procedural based on Alton Brown's mm. good eats. Maybe is he just a consultant who comes in? I kind of no. I I want to I want to fold in cooking though. Like I oh he'll always be cooking. Like every time no, but a... like so he 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 comes. Okay, so we have a man choked to death on lemon squares, right? So he shows up and he he he's, he, he like he cooks he performs on the, the scene. He performs the food topsy because he doesn't care about the body, but he says like these lemon squares were murdered. Um, they're too dry. So you're looking for somebody who leaves their food in the oven for too long. Like, he profiles. <laughs> so is they he... leave their food in the oven for too long. They're, uh, they're 30 to 35 years old, male. Like, he just rips information out of the food. I like that a lot. And here's what I need to know, though. Is he a... Is he, like, just a chef who does consulting is work he a for... by night? For what? Sorry, do you? Is he, is he just, like, a chef who does the consulting work like every other crime procedural where it's, like... Where he does all the work? You know, numbers, he's a math teacher, but they bring him in to help because he's good at it. But is... Or is he, like... Is there, like, a specific food crimes division department oh. or something? Does he work for the FDA? And there's just, like... The FDA's new wing. Food forensic investigators. Yeah, food... food forensic murders. food inspectors f the ffi the ffi that that works food crime and the fci cfi uh, yeah fci criminal food investigator brown fci food crimes investigator food crimes investigator or federal federal female i was gonna make a i was gonna make a, a a raunchy pun but i couldn't think of a good word you know like the female body inspector yeah how hilarious that is <laughs> Because they inspect their bodies. Yeah, no. yeah. But he, he, but Alton Brown only inspects the food. He does not even care about the people, even a no, little bit. the autopsies are performed by trained medical professionals, and the food topsies are performed by trained food professionals. Food topsies. I f- get the gastrotopsies. Gastrotopsies. Gastro's gotta be in there. So a man chokes to death on lemon squares. <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of choking to death, I think. No, there's gotta be some poison. There's probably gonna be some just like accidental food murders where they oh, think yeah, it's a like murder. A man 
a man in a locked room is dead via a stab wound, and the only thing in the room is that he's holding a hot dog. Holding a hot dog. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, we just have little ditties go. And he gets... So he's dead from a stab wound. Oh, we definitely have to think of all the pun names of episode titles too, though. Okay, we can do that in later. Um, yeah, 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 we'll get there. Okay, so what's... Do we need to think... I mean, we've got our setting. We've got our, our genre. Yeah, this is a world where food crimes have become big enough that the the FDA has gotten involved. It's like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs universe, where food oh, is very, murder. very important. I don't know that it's literally that universe. I'm just saying it's comparable. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's hop into our next segment called Who Can It Be Now? Who can it be now? This is where we talk about characters and casting. So we've already got Alton Brown as... Alton Brown. Alton Brown. Is he just playing himself? I think so. Alton Brown, chef, comma food investigator now you do want a cast of characters for this mm-hmm. we definitely want to have w for those fda gadgets w we can just get the original w we can who is um i can't imagine they're doing a ton you don't know i don't know that's that's right that was mean of me vicky, i hope that they're very vicky ang and okay. she is an actress who is i don't know if she's still um she's been in homeland as the hotel oh. desk clerk once all right so she'll she'll be open for this data yeah she's you know she's she'll do it she'll do it we'll get her to do it and then she'll do it and then we'll and then and she'll what do other it. what other casts what other what other this is where i need you frank because i am less here wow he got marcia brady yeah, dude. L- Lucky Yates plays Alton Brown's dungeon master in multiple episodes in which he references D&D. Well, heck yeah, he'll be so in we it. Get, we, get, we get Lucky Yates cannot be that busy with Archer. He'll definitely come over. He's absolutely going to be in it. Lucky Yates being Krieger and Archer for anyone. For anyone who doesn't know. Itchy and twitchy. <gasps> Government agent slash food police. Okay, so they're lesser agents that he can bully and these are played by brown marshall millard and others and others so we'll we'll sign on and others as well yeah okay the dungeon master we're absolutely absolutely keeping there's a guy named lactose man yeah he probably talks about milk huh yeah he's the guy who prevents lact alton from sharing dairy-based things to people who have lactose intolerance oh that's definitely one of the crimes that's one of the crimes you, so is it there's a world where they're like superhero villains lactose man maybe. gluten gluten intolerance well maybe man? i think we just convert it into like the lactose killer like a serial killer oh who kills with breakfast cereal with milk yeah he just he, all the all the victims are lactose intolerant <gasps> and he and he and he just and he just gets milk in them any way he can that doesn't kill people though it just gives them very bad poops but then he does something else to them with the serial killer. Yeah, right? he's profiling them. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's so we've Colonel... got W, who's got the gadgets. Yeah. We, we've got we've got Lactose Man, who's probably going to be a recurring villain. Uh huh. Yeah. We've got the Dungeon Master, played by Lucky Yates. Uh huh. Feet, feet, Lucky Yates. Uh huh. Is it? Do you think he's featuring with or and in oh, credits? That's I'm never clear about like what means like how do they what what those mean you know what it means yeah i think it i think it's i think it'd be with 
with, with Lucky, Lucky Yates, Yates. At, and, and, and it's with Lucky Yates as the dungeon master. Like, yeah, yeah, they give you like the full blurb. And then we've got the food police. Now there is a refrigerator gnome, a guard gnome, a guard gnome with a stereotypical accent. They don't say what kind of accent. Yeah, what do garden gnomes sound like? A stereotypical accent. I am I am genuinely unsure what the stereotype of a garden gnome sounds like. It's like I know what woo-hoo. the stereotype of a garden gnome looks like. Hey there. I I'd have to watch Gnomeo and Juliet. So it sounds like Mickey Mouse is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess we can't use that because Disney will sue everything we own. Disney will sue everything we own. Now, he does have some real characters in it. Yes, there are actual real people. Five of them. Alton Brown's real grandma was in a couple episodes. Wow, that's nepotism, right? It probably is. (laughs) Caroline Connell, Carolyn O'Neill are two dietitians who have appeared on the show. You know there's going to be dietitians on the show. Yeah, dude, they're going to be like, this man, this man had so much vitamin K that it had to be forcefully injected. Yeah. And that's, that's how he died. What about, let's, let's get some more killers. So you got the lactose killer. Yeah, I, the lactose killer, the lemon square strangler. The gluten goofer. <laughs> the gluten goofer. Yeah, he's a lot more of a, like, comedic recurring villain. Yeah, the skirt steak slapper. He makes people poot. <laughs> Sorry? The skirt steak slapper. <gasps> That's a deadly salmonella episode. Steak? That's a mad cow episode, mad cow. Yeah, but he slaps with steaks. Yeah, raw though, and then you and then you get mad cow disease probably. Mm, yeah, um, he gets it. He gets it in the eyes and the, the mucous membranes. There will be the salmonella slammer. The salmonella <laughs> slammer, and he's dressed like a large chicken, maybe, mm. or a small chicken. Do they? So, are we getting back into supervillain territory? <laughs> Mate, I don't know. I think that these people will construct identities for themselves, but Alton Brown always stays Alton Brown. Yeah. Alton Brown is always Alton Brown. Mm-hmm. He's and not gonna... He's playing himself. Yeah. On So in this show, has Alton Brown had his... Is it like... Like, has he had a... His successful Food Network show? Like, Oh, yeah. People know him. So he, this... he, shows up, he shows up on the scene... And like the and like the head detective goes like, oh, shit. They called in out in Brown for this one. This oh, is bad. Geez. I, it's a bad he, one. He's like, I will not oh, have the FDA take this investigation away from me. And Alton's like, Alton's like, it's too late. This, this is my yeah, rodeo. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even have a badge. It's just that everyone knows. Of course, Alton doesn't need a badge. He's Alton Brown. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. He carries around one of those one of those like USDA approved stickers. Mm-hmm. And then he just like, you just got you just approved. got uh, Alton, Alton's yeah, whenever he solves a murder, he takes a USDA approved sticker and just whams it onto the corpse. How about the Beanstalker? You, you solved the Beanstalker. The Beanstalker. That's just oh, a, that's just an old episode. It turns out the Surgical Toots. That's a good name. No, I mean the Beanstalker performs surgical tooting. He doesn't stalk people. No, he does, and then he and then he toots on inappropriately. Oh, he's a murderer. Think it was them. So he is still a bad guy. And then, then he stabs them. I thought you were saying he was like, um, he he was on the he was like the because there's always like the doctor. I thought you were saying he he when you said surgical, it made me think he was a good guy for some reason. Oh no, I meant like tactical strike. <laughs> the tactical toots. 
he beanstalks them until they're unsuspecting. And yeah. then just... He emotionally shames them by making people think that they were the one that tooted. Yeah. And then he re- he revels in the shame and then he just stabs them. Yeah. Now, um, in... that's a hard one to solve because there's little evidence. In his show, yeah, it's like a, a closed room murder. In his sh- original show, he had thing like the Adams family thing, which is a hand that delivered him things. Oh. Um, and then apparently it, in behind the eats, it was revealed that his thing is the son of the Adams family thing. So does he have an animated disembodied hand that delivers That's him like his 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 buddy, his little henchman? Like how fantastical is this? Is is this is this? Well, CSI? if we're gonna go with supervillains, we can go with magical hand assistance. Magical hand assistance for sure. So then he says, "Hansy, fetch." I think you want to call him Hansy. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I domed it, but I'm not against it. Handy. Hansy. Yeah, he'll call him Hansy. That's fine. And Hansy doesn't speak, so that's fine. Yeah. Now, he has an and apprentice we... named Paul. Paul is the audience surrogate. He's always asking stupid questions, and then Albron answers him. <gasps> In the original show, Paul also played Lactose Man. We... Oh, Jekyll and Hyde? Or just a twist where it turns out his apprentice has been doing a murder the whole season. Oh, yeah, like Dexter. Yeah, but with that, Dexter. I don't he... know if that happened in Dexter. I honestly didn't watch the show. <laughs> but yeah. it feels like something that might have happened in that show. I'm sure it did. Um, okay. Do we, do, what other characters do we need? We're, we're blazing. We're blazing I on think characters. I think the 12 to 14 we've already got are good. Okay, let's move into our final segment called What's Going On? And this is where we talk about plot. Now, given that this is a TV show, we... Yeah, we'll, we'll pilot it. We'll pilot it. So, Frank, set me, paint me, do me, the... the make... Give Word me the, pictures? Mm-hmm. Let's... Okay, so what is the opening episode's food? Like, we need to figure out the opening episode's food. It's gotta be... It's gotta be a provocative, gripping food choice for this murder. Okay, when you said opening episode, I was thinking opening credits, and I thought you were getting very granular and specific with how you wanted to plot out this episode. Now, that said, I do have some ideas for the opening credits where it's just tantalizing restaurant shots of all the different Almost as if this isn't a crime show. Yeah, but it is like like creepy, eerie crime music. Music, yeah. So we got bum 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 plate of eggs and just like and then a cake the shiny and a mutilated corpse shiny and then wet back meat, to cake shiny wet 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 chicken wings oh just glistening glistening steak beef and <laughs> then and then and then a bloated corpse in the ocean and then <laughs> and then tacos it's just like delicious foods and, and then, then Alan like Brown taking off his glasses back to tacos and then like different open course. chest cavity with yes. with worms in it um <laughs> we just kind of really get that duality going Alton brown personally biting into a large coney island hot dog <laughs> smash cut to a broken storefront with with just tuna fish everywhere. I think we end with the shot. The credits end with the Coney Island hot dog because I'm going to change it to a Coney Island chili dog that when he bites into it, some chili squirts out the back of it and gets on his pants. 
And then he yes. and then he and then, looks and then like, the chili splashes on the camera and that's our fadeaway. Oh, I thought the fadeaway would be he looked down at his pants and looks at the camera like not again and yeah, it's and a freeze he shrugs frame. really like big and he goes oh, oh yeah like, and then and then the episode begins. I need a wet nap. He just says that. He doesn't he talk. Doesn't it's that. opening credits. Yeah, it's, it's not. This credit. isn't Sabrina the Teenage Witch where bum, she bum, has a bum, dumb bum, pun bum, at the beginning of every every bum. intro. <laughs> Executive producer Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Did we make a pun about Dick Wolf at some point in this show? I, I can all but guarantee you that it happened at least once, if not more. Okay. So, talk. What is our first crime in episode one? Yeah. Is it the lactose? Lar- is it? Is it lar- I think the lactose. I think setting up season arcs is like usually episode two, right? It could be either one. It could be episode one. Well, no. Could so, be episode one. So let's do that. Well, so episode so we'll have- one. Here's what it is. We introduce the lactose murderer, but he doesn't catch the lactose murderer. And we also introduce Apprentice Paul. Apprentice Paul. That's the surrogate. Alton Brown has been a crime inspector for some time, but today is Paul's first day. I think today's Paul's first day in a world where the lactose murderer strikes again. Like we set up that the lactose murderer's been doing it for a while. He comes and gets his newspaper and he picks the Alton Brown, Alton Brown wakes up in bed and he yawns and he goes and gets the newspaper in the outside in the outside of his of his house the what is it called the the door of the porch and he picks it up and he goes lactose killer strikes again but what's that the date is tomorrow he got tomorrow's newspaper today what? no he can stop the crime <laughs> no I, i'm saying no to that we're not doing tomorrow's newspaper what was that show called i don't remember but that was a show early edition <laughs> here's what i think yeah, tell me if you like this just yeah, I th- so we it's just a war the, on this day, you know, lactose killer strikes again. But this episode won't be about the lactose killer. We just established in the like background news that lactose he killer. sighs and he goes, it's the end. one day. Yes, I'll get and it. then they're like, and then he gets a call. and They're like, Alton, we've got a, we've got another one for you. He's like, yeah, I already saw the news. And they're like, no, not the lactose killer. This is a fresh a this new, is a, a, a different we, we, we got a crime. we got a new plate for you instead of because the, they call them plates instead of bodies order up alton because order it's up. crime time order up so then he goes he shows up on the scene and what, what what's the food what what is the what, what are we going to use soup soup dry dry iced tea mix powder dumplings dumplings, dumplings. and the, it's called the episode is called hot dump <laughs> Taking it, man. I want some dumpling. Tank, tangy dump. Tiny dump. Did you say? Mm-hmm. Because it's. I just want to confirm. They, you said tiny dump. I thought you said yeah. tanking dump at first. No. Yeah, a tiny dump, and he he only refers to dumplings as those <laughs> as tiny dumps. <laughs> this is just a fact that's true about the world. Is that in this world, when dumplings were invented and translated into English. They just called them dumps. Oh, I thought it was just Alton only calls them those tiny dumps. <laughs> That's better, yeah. Everybody calls them dumplings, and he's like... Everyone looks at Alton a little bit weird when he calls them dumps, but no one will call him I out. think he specifically calls them those tiny dumps. <laughs> those tiny dumps. Those beautiful little dumps just crammed in there. <laughs> this, this killer's dropping makes dumps me, left and right. Nothing makes me sadder than seeing some good tiny dumps getting wasted. Mm-hmm. Just a waste of a good dump. So, what is the situation that needs solving? The dumps were found in every orifice of the man's body? <laughs> I think, so we need to, we want to keep the science of this show as a thing, right? 
Yeah. So there needs yeah. to be something they did specifically with the, mer- the like that he can explain the science of dumples. Mm-hmm. Dumplings. Um. So maybe he just he's got dumplings in him, but they were like a time released poison or something. Yes. So he eats the dumples. But also they were um they were dropped for too long, and then he he teaches the audience. He teaches Paul how to correctly. Yeah. He's like dumpling. He's like not only were these dumps murderous. But they were poorly made, and I'm going to show you how to make them correctly, Paul. Yeah, yeah, because there's always the educational portion of the show. Yeah, and it'll just be, like, in the kitchen without an... Mm-hmm. He is recreating the dumplings to figure out yes. the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he creates the dumplings. He's like, how did they get the poison in there? They're like, didn't they just, like, put it inside? And he's like, no, we got to do this. And he's like, no, that would be stupid because you would boil the poison, and if you boil poison, it becomes water, you idiot. You idiot. You can't boil poison. And that's why the dumplings were burned. They were boiled, picked up, the poison was injected, then they were pan-fried for too long on not high enough heat. Or he's like, these dumples have snake venom in them, but everybody knows that venom is only lethal if injected into the blood. It's perfectly harmless in the the, the stomach. Inside these these beautiful dumps. You can ingest it just fine. So how did the poison get, the venom get in his bloodstream? And then he finds the tiny hypodermic needles in each dumpling. <gasps> Little, That's li- right. And then he finds, you know what's inside the dumplings, Frank? What's inside the dumps? The gnomes with tiny <gasps> little syringes. With tiny, and they're just primed to stab. And then when the man died, they burst from his stomach and run away. And that's the other confusing part of this murder, where it's like, how did his stomach explode? Yeah, because they're all it's, it's blown out from the inside. Blown, he's like, this man was exploded from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and and look at all, look at all these look at all, look at all these wasted dumples. <laughs> look at all these tiny dumps and the wasted. Just it breaks my heart. Does he eat one of the dumples at the crime he just, scene? He just goes in raw, yeah, and at the crime scene to freak everybody like, out. Yeah, yeah, he just glomp. Well, it didn't kill me. Every time he says the word dumples, some other person on screen goes, "Sorry." And then Alan Brown goes, what? <laughs> and then they drop it. Ugh, just the dumps. What was that? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, hmm? Eating the dumps. Okay, so what's the name of this dumpling murderer? The dumpling murderer's name is Hot Drop Dougie. Hot Drop Dougie? That's his real name, or that's the name that's the police the, give that's him? The, that, that's the criminal name that he takes. That's the criminal name that the police give him. Or is that like how he signs all of his crimes? Hot drop. You just got dropped by hot drop Dougie. You just got dropped like. You just got dumped on. I think it's better. By hot drop Dougie. Hot drop Dougie dumped you here. Hot drop is a really bad euphemism for poop. It's good. (laughs) Gonna make a hot drop. So, I guess it is good because I do like dropping heat as a as a good euphemism. (laughs) Alton Brown finds out about the gnomes, and that's when Hot Drop Dougie strikes again. Hot Drop Dougie. Oh, so when the no- so Hot Drop Dougie is Hot Drop Dougie a gnome? Probably. Hot Drop Dougie's a gnome who lives in people's refrigerators inside their dumples, and he gets all up in the dumples. And and so what's so then? What do they determine is his like motivation? Like, why is he doing the murders? One time he just um, he was one time he used a, a dumpling as a soft blanket. His brother used a dumpling as a blanket, like a soft blanket. And then he got as opposed eat. to a hard blanket. Yeah, and then he got eat his brother got eat. So <laughs> so then now 
a human, a, a big man ate a dumpling and killed his brother. So now, now, now he kills now the big man. Yeah, now he wants to kill so the he, big man. Does he have like a tiny little hazmat suit that he hides in that he wears when he's inside the yeah, dumpling? Yeah, like probably like a jetpack too. So huh? he can survive the 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 caustic environment of the tummy. Yeah, the stomach acid. And then he gets all the syringes too. He knows a guy. So walk me through how Alton profiles this murderer. Yeah. So he goes, this man is tiny. Does he determine? That's what I was going to ask. Does he determine the tininess from? Yeah. The malformed dumples imply that he is a very small and doesn't have dexterous, large human hands. The fact that he exploded out from inside of his stomach also means he's tiny. <laughs> now, the dumplings are poorly cooked. It implies that he doesn't have fine control over cooking implements, <laughs> so he's stealing someone else's cooking supplies. He is living in another man's house. These aren't, <gasps> these aren't his pots and pans, and these aren't his tongs. So he lives in... So he chooses a victim... Moves mm -hmm. into their house that they don't know. Do they know that he moved into their house? No. Then he then then late at night he cooks dumplings with their cooking supplies. It's like an fridge. elves in the shoemaker situation where they're like, I don't remember making yeah. these dumplings, but they are delicious. But boy, will I eat these tasty dumps. And then dead. yeah, exactly. And because you never question what's in your fridge, you just go, Oh, I must have eaten that at some point because it's in my fridge. Death. And then. Wee! And then the syringe comes out. And then the syringe comes out and injects them with that snake venom into their blood. With the snake venom into their bloodstream, because you can eat snake venom, that's the law. Yeah, that's the, that's the difference between poison and venom. Poison is ingested, venom is injected. You heard it here first. It's true. It's true. So now Umbron gets the profile, but then I, I also want to do it like... This is still a TV show, right? So Alton Brown says the profile, and the profile could be any one of a large number of people, but then Alton Brown just knows the answer anyway. Mm -hmm. So some we see the victim number three. He opens his fridge and he goes, those are some hot dumplings. Nope. Alton Brown in a parachute comes down, hits the ground, rolls, dives through the large bay window, slaps the dumplings out of the man's hands, and then he grabs the Ziploc container and he shakes it until Hot Drop Dougie, disoriented, breaks his way out of the dumpling. Guy's like, what are you doing with my dumpling? He's like, trust me. And he just shakes it around. Yeah, and he starts violently shaking the Ziploc container. And then Hot Brought Drop Dougie. Ziploc. Hot. It doesn't open, it doesn't break, and it keeps sealed. And Hot Drop Dougie's like... Ugh. And Hot Drop Dougie goes, foiled again. It's perfect. And then at the end, Lactose Man strikes again. We just find we out. We see Suburban Dad drinking milk out of the carton at 2 a.m. Suddenly... He grabs his throat and starts convulsing and falls to the ground. And then lightning strikes. In the background, we see a man with a large, oversized novelty milk jug. And, a, and, and the white suit. The milk and, jug is like a hat. hammer. It's like... Yeah, and, he, and, it's a, and he's got a hammer. Or it's, it's just like on a scepter or something. Like he's and not he's just got a, a scepter. Milk jug. He's got a milk jug on a scepter. And he says, he says, hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king. So he's a king now. <laughs> and then he's got a cowbell around his neck. Because he's lactose, man. Because he's lactose, man. That's very good. Okay, Frank, um, it sounds like we've got a good pilot here. Let's get into, let's just get Frank's final thoughts here. What are your mm -hmm. final thoughts before we wrap up? All right, so, oh, we, we got we to gotta have pun episode names. Oh, pun episode names. Yeah, like hot so, drop. Episode one is called... Um, dump Slug a Truck. Mm, dumping. Dumps, dumps Like a Truck. Dump tr Dumps Like a Truck. Episode two. Thong song. Thong song. <laughs> now, what's the food murder in that one? No, it's not called thong song. It's called, um, 
leak leaky leaky pipes leaky and pipes. it's a leak based murder yeah, the leak vegetable based, leak based episode three campbell's chicken noodle murder not really a pun but it chicken works. soup for the whole nope chicken soup. <laughs> chicken soup for the for the murderer's soul yes you remember chicken soup for the soul i i do episode four Reese's peanut butter death. Reese's, you're now in pieces. Yes, this is good. Episode five, spank steak. <laughs> Meat beat. It's that's, about, a, that's a two-parter for episode six as well. You're getting beaten to death with meat. Spank yeah. steak. <laughs> spank steak and beet meat. Um, okay. Episode, episode seven, seven, you can't beat this, but it's with EE. It's, oh, it's, the, it's the food. And then, um... Episode eight is something with nut allergies. Nuts. Episode episode eight. You've gotta be you 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 nut pe- nuts oh. about legume leg legume me a question. Let me legume leg Lego me. We'll break your legumes. Okay, sure. Hold on. Leg- pe- peanuts in it. Can't breathe. Why is this so hard? Can't breathe um, with peanuts in your mouth. <laughs> Macadamia about ado about nothing. Macadamia. <laughs> um, um, what else we got? Episode episode nine. Um, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck Steak and Larry. <laughs> episode ten, swimming with the fishes. Yeah, and that's just that. But dead. So swimming with the Swedish fishes. But oh, you made it candy again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. So then, what's a fish murder? Give me a fish murder. Episode eleven. Episode hold on. Episode eleven. Red herring. Oh, that's nice. And then episode twelve, the season finale. Mm-hmm. Is I think it's just called. I think it's just called Return of Lactose Man. Milk crimes. Milk, milk crimes. Dairy. We call, we call Mary. Big... <laughs> dairy. Dairy. Tw- quite contrary. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say big jugs. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> And that's the, that's the season one finale. It's going to be a limited run for season one. Yeah, limited run for season one. Okay, well, that that's going to do it for us. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. If you like the show, please give us a good rating and review on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. And what helps us out even more is if you tell your friends about the show, because otherwise they won't know or ever hear about our good jokes like Big Jugs. Mm-hmm. And, and hot dumps and hot dumps this is, and this, a, is the, this is kind of a bathroom episode for this us. is kind, i mean i'm it's getting the explicit tag for sure until next time i'm scott owen i'm frank sarah and frank what is our password for next week our password for next week is mm-hmm. <laughs>